All right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday, I look at the data in terms of what has been going on with prices, inventory levels, but also any sort of relevant headline articles that might be impacting the market. I also go over anything that's interesting of the local Bay Area market in terms of development so that you can get informed. Now, before we begin our weekly session, if you or anyone you know is looking to consider to buy, sell, or invest in the Bay Area, it's never too early to have a conversation. Quite frankly, even the last week, I've had over five people reach out to me, which has been amazing to be able to help them every step of the way. So whether you're a year out, whether you just want to have a conversation, it's never too early to start and have a game plan so you know what to expect. You know Why I do this weekly report is so that you get all the information you possibly need to be able to make an informed decision. And so everything I share is always transparent, it's always very candid. So I hope you appreciate it and let's get started. Okay, so first and foremost, US mortgage rates fall to all time lows this week. Average 30 year fixed rate is 2.86%. Now, depending on the type of loan product that you have, so if you have a jumbo product, it tends to be potentially lower if you're using it with like Wells Fargo, because Wells Fargo allows you to basically buy down rates by every $250,000 increment. Or if you're using conforming loan, I've been able to see this rate even lower. So just be aware that your rate may vary, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little bit higher. That's why you always want to have a conversation with a lender to get fully pre-approved to know your options. But either way, it's crazy low right now. And um, the market is very busy for this reason. So really nice to see. It's really beneficial for especially home buyers. Now, purchase market remains resilient as mortgage applications gain 2.9%. So as we had saw last week, while refinances last week were a little bit less, given the, the rates were a little bit higher, uh, applications were still very strong. And this is still a leading indicator in terms of the activity that we should see moving forward. Even though we're in the fall season now, September, almost mid-September, which has been amazing, uh, it's still very busy. Things are still active. You can see from inventory level, though, that things are starting to drop a little bit, which is a little bit concerning. So hopefully things will uh, pick up again because we certainly need more inventory for all the new buyers that want to enter in the market. Mortgage forbearance rates falls to a nearly five-month low. Still really good signs. You know, I personally have seen things have been really busy outside. So I've had a lot of outdoor dining recently. It's been a lot of fun to enjoy uh, the weather. Well, outside of this week, given the smoke, but outside of that, it's been really fun. It's, um, you know, downtown Mountain View, uh, downtown Sunnyvale, they've all been extremely uh, busy, which is great. But at the same time, there's plenty of distance because they blocked up the, the street. So I encourage you to check it out. Uh, restaurants seem to be doing very well. And, um, you know, that has a lot to do with employment. That's in the Bay Area where it's been a lot more restrictive than other places around the country. But either way, you can see that the figures continue to drop, uh, which is our, our really good signs. So this is an interesting survey. And I've brought it up many times to people. Like people ask me, should I wait to sell? Should I wait to buy? Will there be a pending massive correction? But definitely the correction side, I have no idea. I mean, certainly nobody knows if there will be one. And if it is, what impact it will have for real estate. If you think about it from this COVID situation, the real estate market just went up, right? So all recessions do not lead to real estate recessions. Last one was a different case because that was a real estate caused recession, 
And it was a bubble because people shouldn't have been buying houses and they were able to buy it because they were falsifying documents, their lost stated income, just absolutely a disaster from before. But this time people are still buying with a good amount down, especially in higher priced areas. Like the, when the banks are more restrictive, it means that it's harder to get a loan for many people. But if it's harder, that means it's even more restrictive. And that means a lot more buffers in place. So it's actually a net positive. But even though, even then, even though they're still restrictive, it's still very busy. So it shows you the strength of the current market. Now, why does the survey say this? It's because people want to move. Like some people may choose to move out of the area. Some people may choose to live uh, further out from the city that they're in. So they may want a bigger home. So it's a good time to sell because plenty of people will love their home, whether it's a condo or a townhome, because that's a first time buyer uh, type of home. But it's also a great time because record interest rates are a record low. If you think about the, the economy and if the Fed keeps printing money, what does that mean? It means potentially inflation. And if you're in inflation, typically things are better if you're in assets. The worst things is sitting around in cash. Uh, cash will just get eaten up. So if you haven't been in the market, it's still a, an awfully good time. Uh, I'm personally looking for another home myself. So I'm clearly very bullish, especially here in the Bay Area. But so some things to keep in mind, there are scenarios like it is right now that it's a good time to sell because it depends on your time horizon and what you want to do with that money. But it's also a great time to buy because you're locking in a record low interest amount for a 15 year, 30 year term. So it's just really incredible for what we we're able to see right now in the market. Now, here's um, an article from Zillow. Nearly 2 million renters can become homeowners thanks to telecommuting. You know, one of the things that in the Bay Area, if you think about prices, prices radiate from different hubs for a reason. A lot of the high paying jobs are in San Francisco. A lot of the high paying jobs are in the, are in the large corporate campuses around Menlo Park, Mountain View, Sunnyvale, Cupertino, right? And so, you know, back six months ago, all traffic flowed one way during rush hour and all flowed the other way going back home. But because people are telecommuting now, and they may go to the office much less. There may there will be more willing to uh, drive further, given there's less traffic. So the net time driving may actually be the same. Then they're able to look out further, which you can get a bigger home for cheaper, right? But it also opens it up because remember, the reason why the San Francisco rental market is in a big problem right now is because one, why we want people want to pay that amount when they don't have to when commute is not much of an issue. Number two, from a social aspect, there's not as many things to do, even though things are opening up, which is really great. But then they, they, at the same time, interest rates have dropped significantly. I think by March, it probably dropped by 1%, like a really, really big number. And so that allows your purchasing power to be you know, really competitive. At the same time, they don't have to buy in San Francisco anymore, right? They can buy in other areas. So hence why it's been really beneficial for renters. So we're... You know, people think that there will be some sort of recession and the decline. The, the reality is this may be a huge opportunity and a huge shift from just the renters that are paying a crazy amount of rent, right? Single, like a one bedroom in San Francisco is over 3,000, two bedrooms, like 4,800. Just do a quick math of seeing what that translates to from a home purchase perspective. And you'll be able to see the vast difference in just why wouldn't people own a home given those record low rates? So something really interesting to see is not just happening in the Bay Area, but it's happening everywhere across the US. So a really big stat and a really big 
uh, portion that can be potential buyers, which has been, you know, why I do this episode is also because people need to understand from a finance perspective, uh, what makes sense for them. Now, some local news. So San Jose recently implemented last week, a new fee on commercial development to pay for housing. So right now, commercial projects just got a little bit more expensive to build, but the, the cost, the extra cost and the fees will be towards affordable homes in, in the city. Now it could be towards, uh, within their own mixed use. There is different ways to do it. They can either pay a penalty or they can give uh, or provide affordable housing as part of that mixed use space. The reason why I bring this up is, is it's it's pretty notable and it'll, it'll be interesting to see how developers would still be, uh, you know, would they still be as aggressive to build in San Jose? San Jose has been very bullish on uh, building and constructing, whether it's on more housing, uh, more commercial space. Now with this, it'll be interesting to see what will happen. Now, one of the interesting projects is the first on the, on the line, which is the Cambrian Park development. It's the first test for San Jose's new affordable housing fee. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do. They have the option to either make 15% of the space housing affordable or pay a 20% fee for that. So as you can see, if they decide to forego this affordable housing, it pay the developer would pay $157,000 for each sale, uh, for each home sale and $125,000 per rental unit. At the end of the day, when it comes to developers, it's it's a, it's a math equation, right? It's a math equation, but also how they feel it may affect the ability to sell these units. So you may ask, like, if you're in San Jose, you may be asked, like, where in the world is there actually development space available uh, for them to build this kind of space? They can, they're going to build 25 townhomes, 48 single family homes, and 305 apartments in the area. So where is this? This is in this plaza. So some of some of you may notice this. This is in Cambrian Park, uh, a little bit south of Campbell. So Campbell, you have the Prune Yard just a little bit north. I actually used to go to here a, a good amount because I used to work in uh, near the Prune Yard. So it's actually this little place. If you've been to Rangoli, which is a really good Indian uh, restaurant, uh, it's just this little quadrant here. So they're going to rezone this. They're going to tear this down, and they're going to have this this little quadrant as mixed use. So it's pretty incredible, as you can see, how they're able to do these kind of infill developments. Um, yeah, because they're able to build, what is that, like 80 homes to sell and then 300 rental units in this little space right now. And right now it's just some, you know, there's some, there's a Dollar Tree, there's just some, uh, you know, older commercial places, some restaurants, things like that. So really cool, really interesting to see. Okay, so let's take a look at the market data of the week. Make this a little bigger for you guys. So first and foremost, San Mateo County, still really low inventory. As you can see, new listings this last week, only 164 pending that are contingent is less than it is uh, new listings, which is good. But it also shows like the properties that are coming on are not likely that good. Uh, I've, I'm still actively bidding on several properties. And I know like if you're able to, if there's a single family house, uh, that hits the market that will sell with multiple offers within a week, even though the average price point might be over 2 million Just something to be aware of. A lot of this might be smaller units or units that are not as desirable. So we definitely need more listings in San Mateo County. So if you or anyone, you know, is potentially selling in the San Mateo County, love to get connected because we desperately need that inventory. Now, as you can see though, from a price perspective, looks like September 
now we're 11 days in is a little bit lower than what it was in August. Still looks like still pretty high time. Still the second, uh, actually about the third highest of the year. We'll see this, how this plays out over the next uh, couple of weeks. I suspect it's going to pick up a little bit. Um, maybe not as high as August because that was record time, so potentially a little bit higher. Condos, townhomes, so far not looking so good. Now, at the same time, as I mentioned, it's single family that has been the most popular. Uh, a lot of the condos and townhomes in San Mateo County tend to be uh, older. So some people may choose not to do it, but I suspect this will actually likely balance out as well over the weeks. So that's the data of San Mateo County. Right now, it looks like the average is about 900,000 for a condo townhome. Now, Santa Clara, County, uh, Santa Clara County continues to be very strong. Inventory levels, unfortunately, same thing, dropped 352 versus 366 the previous week. And previously, it has been at the 400s. So not very good. Um, but you can see the number that is contingent and pending still extremely high, 398. So still very, very active. More contingent pending a week than there are new listings. So it continues to squeeze the inventory levels. Now, for single-family residential, you can see how, how much higher it was versus the previous week. You know, September, this is incredible. Look at this chart. This is absolutely skyrocketing. We're at about $1.9 million for a single-family home in Santa Clara County. So incredibly strong right now. I suspect it should, and that hopefully comes down a little bit to average out, but it should, it looks like it's still looking to be the a record breaking time. And I've, I've seen it myself from the offers that I make. It's not going too much above market. Um, but there are a few surprises here and there. We lost a bid recently in Mountain View in the, if you looked at the comps about three months ago, it was this particular one is a 1200 square foot house in Mountain View, single family. Comps were about one nine, around one nine, and it sold for over two million. And this is a twelve hundred square foot house, so really incredible to see. Uh, really difficult. Some some cities are still extremely strong. So if you thought the thesis was people would be moving from expensive areas, you're completely mistaken, um, and that that is clear evidence of of that. Otherwise, Palo Alto would not be competitive. Mountain View would not be competitive. Sunnyvale would not be competitive because those areas are significantly higher price points than most. Uh, across the Bay Area. And condos, townhomes have actually picked up as well. Right now, it's, it's trending to be the highest in the, in the last year. So something important to understand and realize. Contra Costa County, you can see there was this glitch of this February numbers. September seems to be cooling down a little bit. It's still really, really high relative to what it was previously. I suspect this is probably going to pick up again uh, as well as we move on to the weeks and more and more close. But still very strong, close to a million dollars as the average price point in Contra Costa County uh, for uh, condos and townhomes, uh, relatively flat. You can see August was a record time. It was about $600,000 in terms of average condos and townhome in Contra Costa County. Uh, September seems to cool down a little bit, but I suspect it's going to be perhaps not as high as August, but it should be up there too. And then last but not least, I want to cover uh, Alameda County. Alameda County, as you can see, September figures, uh, incredible. We're at at average of a single family now, 1.2 million. This is much higher than it was in August and July. Uh, it's about uh, $70,000, $80,000 above what it was August, July. Condos, townhomes, same story as it was. Um, small, minor increase as in like 1% or 2%, but it's pretty much what it has been uh, ever since.
So hopefully that gives you an idea of the latest market update. Every week I extract the number so that you can see for yourself what is actually happening in most counties across the Bay Area. San Francisco, not too much to report. Um, it's I didn't update this particular week, but it's been the same trend. A lot of inventory right now available for condos. Uh, not a lot that are going pending. So it's a great opportunity for those that want to get into the market, especially as San Francisco is starting to open up again. I know a lot of the bars are open up, at least from the outdoor seating. A lot of areas have done a really good job of opening that up. And you also get the luxury, which is a very, very rare luxury in the Bay Area of having a lot more options. As you can see, most of these that I've shown in San Mateo, Santa Clara, Contra Costa, Alameda, any good property will sell in one week. That's just what it is. Nothing unusual. It's just the norm. Now for San Francisco, the benefit is you have more room to potentially negotiate and you also have a lot more options. So if you really like one of the particular buildings or a particular condo specific layout, you have the luxury to be able to be a little bit more selective and to find a place. Now make no mistake, things are still moving, right? So about a fourth of the listings are still being sold. So you're not the only person buying clearly. However, you do have a little bit more time, a little bit more opportunity than you have in other areas. Uh, like I said, that's a very, very rare thing to have. So be happy and take advantage of opportunities instead of trying to think it was just gonna keep going down forever and then it'll spike up. And people made that mistake before. Um, and that's that, you know, people look back always in hindsight and realize it was, you know, what the, what the opportunity cost is. In the meantime, the benefit is the interest rates are still really, really low. As I mentioned, now the average is like 2.9%. So it's been very beneficial for a lot of people. So be sure to take advantage of that, especially if you're not already owning a house. And lastly, if you already own a house, um, you know, if you want to talk about the opportunities for upgrades, we can do that. At the same time, if you haven't refinanced, be sure to do that in September, uh, sorry, December 1st, they're going to be implementing that fee uh, in place. So there'll be a 0.5% fee for any sort of re new refinances. So you might as well do it if it makes sense financially for you to do it. All right, that's another week, uh, another edition of our weekly Friday market update. If this is valuable, please hit that like button. Leave your comments below if, any, if you have any questions or if there's anything that I can answer for you. I read every single message that comes in. So you're also welcome to send me a direct message. We can have a conversation about your situation. Have a good weekend and I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.